welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play podcast about rad heists in a massive wagon manner. Wangin. <laughs> massive wagon style. Massive wang. <laughs> you really thought you were going to say wang. <laughs> massive wang wagon. That's the secret at the heart of crudely drawn swords. We were actually voyaging around a massive wang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yet it was called the Man. enormous cat. And that's the giveaway. Yeah. There ain't no pussy kids. With me are four outstanding rogues, notorious safe crackers, and all round dandy highwaymen. <laughs> Where? Nice. So, who are you and who do you play? Uh, I'm Ali. I play Enigma. Uh, I'm Gwyn. I play Percy. I'm Magnus. I play Banbury. I play Tristan T. Wilde, and my name is Stuart. When last we saw our heroes, you had prepared yourselves for a cunning reverse heist in which you are going to replace a mysterious stone in the place it belongs, thus averting disaster, catastrophe, and probably a civil war. So, we begin at the start of a tremendous party. I guess my first question is, who's going in through the front door of this party? Me. Tristan is. Anyone else? I was going to be going in through the side door that the people holding canapes and hors d'oeuvres go through. You're going through the side door that the canapes and hors d'oeuvres people go through? Yes. Okay, we can count that for these purposes as the front door. That'll be fine. (laughs) Brilliant. Just because it makes my description easier. But you probably went through the front door a different time. Okay. Uh, It's just, I, I kind of want to do this establishing shot and I'm wondering... Who's definitely here for it? I'll just bring you across the red manor. Ooh. Nice parquet flooring. Oh, it's a parquet. <laughs> Probably laminate. The manor of the red house is an impressive space. Tall and airy with a smooth wooden floor decorated with elaborate parquetry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At the far end, a staircase leads up to an open mezzanine behind an elaborately carved balustrade. Someone's Wikipedia'd big rooms. There's a lot of big words in that. <laughs> Balustrade, mezzanine. Otherwise known as a god's nose. That'll be very specific to a few players. Ben's been in the process of buying a house recently. These were the things he was looking for. <laughs> Large windows allow the light from lanterns hung over the wagon gardens outside to shine through the drifting silk curtains, casting colourful patterns around the room reflecting off the golden details on the pillars on the walls. On each side of the door as you enter are large palm trees reaching up towards the ceiling. The centre of the room appears to be designed as a dance floor, with a broad step around the outside, around which partygoers chatter and staff carry trays of food and drink to offer to the guests. Beyond the dance floor, a stairway leads up to the left side of the room to the mezzanine, where several lavishly dressed figures are watching the guests file in. Beside the stairs, more central, a stage is set up for musicians to perform. To the right of the stage, a guard stands watchfully beside a dark wooden door. There are other guards around the room, sitting or standing unobtrusively at the sides, wearing the formal uniform of the Red House. So, that's the room as the party is getting warmed up. Grandmother Chi has established that this is very much a formal ceremony, And then it becomes kind of like a big old drinking, dancing night of entertainment. 
So, I assume that we're starting out. Tristan, are you going to hang out backstage with the band? Or are you going to be with the village while the ceremony part goes on? Um, I was going to make a big lavish entrance and just get everyone talking. <laughs> okay, so how does Tristan how does Tristan come in? Well, unbeknownst to the band, that they were going to go by the back exit and back entrance. Sorry, and I was like, no, yeah. guys, listen. One thing we do very well in my culture is make an entrance. So you've got to wait <laughs> till the party's sort of almost, you know, when it's. I suppose we can't wait till it's started because there's the formal the formal part first. Yeah. But there's a bit of a gathering and there's a few people in there. And then as everyone's talking, the two main doors leading to the room just kind of burst open. And then they see Tristan pushing the doors open and everyone's like, oh, who is this intruder? And then the band flanked behind me as we walk in and everyone's like, oh my God, they're here. They've got a new lead singer. <laughs> and then we make our way to the backstage kind of I'm doing like finger guns to people I'm like Psh, yeah good to see you <laughs> nice hat <laughs> oh, good thanks for coming out tonight and they're like who is this guy do we know him nice so are you doing that just in in like the common tongue in the trader's language or are you trying your hand at their language you... I'll try my hand I'll roll a dice I've basics. learned a few I, because we were going on stage, I knew that I needed to yes. have a few. And let's put a quick charisma roll in there for shits and giggles. Eh. Okay, yeah. Approximately half the time, yeah. you're, you're like spot on. The other time, people look a little bit confused or maybe offended. It's hard to know. I'm like, ah, bonjour. Je m'appelle Tristan. Et de béhon. I'm like, what? I'm like, ah, je suis en else doing it for. <laughs> like that's horribly racist I'm like <laughs> again apologies French people it was the only language I know a few words in and could then racist up to make funny good old fashioned <laughs> racism it's alright French people can't listen to this anymore oh yeah you know Brexit and shit they're gonna be like oh he's talking French finally huh what's that nonsense Ah, oh, French again. <laughs> now more nonsense. What's going on? <laughs> They've been listening all this time. They've had like <laughs> 75 episodes and they're like, finally, I understand. <laughs> His name is Tristan. Oh, I get it. The T stands for translate. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your grand entrance now. Enigma, you've, like, inveigled yourself with the serving staff, have you? Yeah, I have thought of a slight downside, because my plan was I'm going to, like, drift around the room like a really sort of high-class sort of um, waiter kind of yeah. thing. You know, that kind of smooth, you're you're there before they've even finished their drink. And while I'm doing yes. it, I was going to listen into um, all their chatter and find out, the, you know, the general feeling of the room. Then nice. I remembered a language barrier. <laughs> well, you still have this convenient move when you're having a conversation with someone who speaks a language you understand but haven't mastered. Oh, I do. Do I? So you could give me an int roll and let's see how you feel about the mood in the room. I think everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. That's a pretty good roll. Oh, Mark experience. That's Mark exciting. experience. Boink. Wow. <laughs> this, is going, this is starting as well as we might hope. It's going well. It's going well. Is this going to be like Chuckle Brothers reverse heist? Yes. When was it ever going to be anything but that? <laughs> Man, I need to rewatch some Chuckle Brothers. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> to oh. me, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
brutal. All right, there are a couple of things that Enigma notices as she's going round. It's a little hard to pick up the details of conversation, but from the descriptions you've had, the villagers are here from Hemuhonghe and another village who are both doing their tithing today, but all the other house leaders are here. So Honghu is in conversation with Lanseer of the Blue House and Chinsalu of the Cyan House, and the Emerald House, Yellow House, Crimson, and even the completely veiled, entirely encased in black silk figure of Hazel Wen, who is the leader of the Black House, is present. They sound like the coolest. Along with one of the younger Hazer family members, Hazer Lu, who's quite famous as a duelist and has their dueling sword. And the other thing you realise is that other people might not notice it, but there are a lot of people here, in particular the guests who are not members of the village. Mm-hmm. All of them seem to be packing. Right. The trousers. Fudge. Like <laughs> heat, you mean? Yes. There are more concealed weapons in this room than you can count. Well, because they're concealed, it's really hard to count them. <laughs> no, it's also because you're very bad at counting the seven, but you've never got them. <laughs> you're like, five-ish. <laughs> So, yeah, there are a lot, there's a lot of weapons in here. I'd like to think uh, Enigma was counted up to five on a free hand, but her hand had a, a platter of, uh, <laughs> of profit rolls or something, so she couldn't Volibons. get on those fingers. I am all about the volivants. Full of wind. There you go. There you go, some more stuff for the French listeners. She's like, would you like a volivant, sir? I have more than five. <laughs> <laughs> so... What that tells you is that it seems like people here are preparing to kick off. They're my kind of people. Well, yes, very much, which may or may not be good news. So, when you've circulated, Tristan, you've been able to get set up and all all your stuff's ready to go. And around that point, the Chamberlain, Lan Mao, sounds this gong from the balcony. I'll match it in perfect pitch. Brilliant. The the sound card washes across the room and everyone's silent apart from Tristan singing his (laughs) one note. Yeah, but it it matches it so perfectly. And then everyone slowly turns to look at him. And then they're looking at him and looking at the gong and trying to work out which one is actually making the sound because the note is so perfect. Excellent. And they're not sure, but it doesn't normally go on for three minutes. So... It doesn't normally stop when Tristan takes a breath, so they, after a while they figure it out. I do a big old gong solo. Bong, bong, <laughs> bong, bong. They're like, what the hell? Who is this guy? I like this new underground sound. <laughs> like, please, we're trying to do the formal part. And so Lamau says, please ask to sit in the language of the Lindsay Duren. The villagers all sit in orderly lines on either side of the room. And the other guests who aren't members of those villages kind of withdraw to the wall. And an elderly and very rotund halfling, who you realise must be Hong Hu, the head of the Red House, descends slowly down to the stage. He's got a tall hat on and these red silk robes, and he's very rotund. So the overall effect is a bit like a kind of cone wobbling down the stairs. And he takes to the stage and begins a speech, which is quite hard to follow, but 
It's mostly about the unity of the rolling people in difficult times and the tragic loss of Hemu Hongsun and how it has never been more important for the houses to work together against those who would divide them. And everyone sits attentively, but it's a bit boring. He kind of wins his way to a conclusion and asks for the tithes to be brought in. And at that point, the two villages send their representative with the reams of silk that they've woven. Now, were any of you going to use that approach and try and be nominated to carry the silk? Or did you have a different plan? Different plan. I imagine we had a much more uncomplicated plan. Okay, cool. I mean, I'd have to do a quick change. So if I, like, (laughs) drugged somebody, nick their clothes and, like, me! (laughs) (laughs) I think I could do that. Well, I think if if you don't have a plan for it, then we'll go with the plan you have. So he inspects the bundles of silk and stares into the eyes of the people holding it. And after a long moment, he nods and raises his head to address the crowd. And he says, The silk is strong. The weave is good. My friends, my family, my peers, let us celebrate. And the gong sounds again and a cheer goes up. Everyone makes for the tables of food and wine around the sides of the room. And I guess around this point, the band start to play. Well, the bands do. I'm not starting yet. Well, no, obviously. You've got to give them time to warm the room up. Yeah, they're warm. Um, The two reams of silk are taken to the guarded door on the right-hand side of the room and led through it. I'm going to catch Enigma's eye in the crowd and give her a little imperceptible nod. We've got to have these little interactions where she pretends to offer me a canapé and I'm like... I was just going to throw you a volivant at a distance as a kind of sign. (laughs) And just like splat in the middle of your face. And there's a little note, a little note inside saying, the secret back door is behind you. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll sing out a solo. I wrote it in Mushroom Priore. Appropriately for the for the uh, rolling people, it's like a fortune cookie with a message inside. It's just the message you wanted him to have. Yeah. The other day, we got takeout, and my dad had a fortune cookie for the first time, and just ate the fortune and all. It was a special moment. How the other half live. <laughs> yeah. Cost a fortune. So, Enigma and Tristan, how are you going to get through that door? I think I could just walk through it because yeah. I, I reckon if you walk purposefully enough, I'm serving staff. No one ever pays attention to them. Yeah, that's true. Okay. People won't be quite sure what the door does. So as people are getting a little bit more busy, I'll just walk through with the canopies in my hand as if I'm just about to, you know, load up or pass it to someone else. I'm invisible in this room. As she's about to, I'll start a distraction on stage. Okay. Just in case I'm not invisible in this situation. I'll start a bit of an introductory speech. As I see her getting toward the guards, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna open a loud conversation. Okay, what what are you saying? I shall slam something. To, I'm gonna slam the gong next to me. Is it? I'm like clang. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, gathered here today, and I'll go and throw in a few lines. I'm Come like, to witness the union of this woman <laughs> pointing at Enigma. Oh, hey. <laughs> this, this guard. <laughs> I'm like serving people. Guards! Anyone! Look at me over here! <laughs> give me your full uh, attention and I'm going to weave a performance into it. Okay, so give me that charisma roll. Let's see how this works. Good luck, Enigma. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yes! Ooh. Very well. Okay, so Tristan 
starts his big talk do you go into a song do you like build it into like music or are you just doing this i'm just thanking people for inviting us that i'm out of town yeah. and i'm i'm a traveling minstrel i'm here on my own and you know i'm i'm really honored to be among such good honest hard-working people i'm gonna be like from the rich and the noble all the way down to the lowly serving people and those two guards over there you guys <laughs> round of applause for those two guards those yeah. guards are what make come on come up on stage you two come and come and give a come and get your round of applause and the guards kind of come up and give an awkward bow yeah and on all 14 they do yeah yeah and they're like oh oh thank you very much and then they return to their post excellent and enigma has got through the door yes. old school Nicely done. So stage one of the distraction has gone very well. I'd like to think we gave each other a satisfactory nod as she walks through. I definitely would know what I planned to do when I got through the door. Ben, as that's a good point to stop, yep. you said that we could do flashbacks here to do things that were yes, intelligent and poignant. So we've been travelling with Grandma for a fair while and she indicated ages yep. ago that she, in her misgotten youth, had actually seen this gem before. So there's a chance she's actually snuck in before and seen it. And there's a good yeah. chance, just in general, that she understands the layout of this building uh, and yes, where they potentially would have kept this gym. So can we, given she's on side with us and wants us to achieve this, can we have had that information and had her draw a vague layout, which we can have uh, snuck to Enigma? Well, I say snuck to Enigma, just given to Enigma. Yes, so what you know is that you have, like, a reception room, and the reception room will have a secretary guarding, and then... You have the room where they actually do the dyeing, where they actually use the dye stones for their process. And when new silk is brought in, that has the dye masters for the house in it. And then it's basically a long trap-filled corridor. Traps, you say? She knows the shape of the corridor, which is basically like a long zigzag. But the actual nature of what's in it will have changed since she snuck through it. Because... That was a breach of security. So that's great. That gives us a, a lot of information for Enigma's goal. So she's got a good idea of yeah. where she's heading, what she can ignore, and to expect traps. Yes, definitely. So, you find yourself in a square room, bisected by a smooth wooden counter, upon which a large gong stands beside a vase of lilies, their scent pervading the air. A guard sitting behind it looks up as you enter. The near side of the room is lavishly carpeted, and a couple of comfortable chairs are placed there. And... Yes, so there's this guard the other side of the counter, who is one of the kind of functionaries of the house. So, what do you do? Uh, hi, I was just told to bring these uh, hors d'oeuvres through. Now, do we know anything about this guard? Yes. He likes hors d'oeuvres. Okay, cool. He's a sucker for an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> he sucker bloody loves a volivance, and I'm basically going to try and blow... I think he's actually got... He's got a nut allergy. Oh... <laughs> He's got a nut allergy, and Ali, because she's not a professional and doesn't know what's in these, sorry, Enigma isn't a professional and doesn't <laughs> also, know what's Ali in these. Also, Ali can't cook. Uh, when he actually takes one, and he goes, is there nuts in this? She no. replies, eh. Pretty convincingly, because <laughs> she's convinced there isn't. Surely she actually <laughs> slips a nut into one of them and goes, no, there's only prawns in here, and he gobbles it down. She's like, sucker. Suck on these nuts. <laughs> We've been peeking at his health records. So the interior secretary guard, very well-dressed, wearing very high-quality armour. She says, welcome. Are you part of the ceremony? Yes. 
Yes, I'm the presenter of the hors d'oeuvres. Would you like one? <laughs> she says, um, and she kind of looks around the room like she thinks someone might be watching. And she's like, oh, thank you very much. I do love a good volivant. Don't we all? And just like walk past, <laughs> just have a little moment, slow nod about the volivants, walk straight past. Well, I'm, this is a counter that goes right across, like a uh... bar. So you're going to have to like flip it up to go through. Or, like, slide over it or something. Well, sliding over it might give away how fly I am. So I might have to just lift it up and then hope that someone later on does that only falls and horses things and falls into it. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not allowed past here. This is this is outside the staff region. I was told to come down here. I've got um, instructions. What what instructions? I, I was told it was urgent. I can pass them on. What Volavant-related instructions <laughs> might you have? They really wanted Volavants. Who do? I mean, I can offer you another one if you like, but in between, right, I sneak in the drugs that I got earlier from the maintenance dudes. Oh, OK, so you did get some drugs. Oh, yeah, I was always going to score drugs from those guys. OK, cool. Let's see that flashback where you persuade them to give you some drugs. I could just buy some drugs. I'm that kind of person. You're that kind of person? OK. So, have you found, like, some dodgy geezer? Yeah, because that, uh, that bar, that was full of them. It was all the maintenance guys. I was like, you know, I just need to get hold of some, you know, something for a bit of a, you know, for the party tomorrow. You know, you've got to get through it. All those people, they're just so dull. I'm going to need something, you know, know what I mean? Do you know what we ask? Oh, you want to talk to Huey? Over there, he'll, he'll definitely be able to help you. He, he sorts people out. <laughs> He's a long way away. He knows how to sort people out. Nice one. Nice one. Safe. I've literally never bought drugs, so you can tell that, can't you? I can believe it. I need to score. And why it's like, like, wait, geezer, because all drug dealers speak like this, as you know. <laughs> you know how to deal with them because you know their secrets. Oh, totally. I mean, these are the kind of people that used to hang out in the bar I had back home. So, all right, geezer, what, what do you need? I just want something, uh, something just kind of... Yeah, knock me out a bit after the end of the day. I want some uppers, some downers, a couple of different things, you know. What kind of thing? I can I can sort you out with uh, black mushroom. I can Whoa. sort you out with some sleep flour. I've got some of the... Uh, I've got some... A bit of that good nectar. The stuff that'll really... It'll give you visions, is what it'll do. Oh, that sounds good. It'll be lovely. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Got an easer. <laughs> I basically missed to see. <laughs> what will it be? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I do like the sound of some of that nectar and perhaps that, that, what was that sleep powder as well? That sounds like what yeah, you need afterwards. Bit of you know? sleep flour. That'll sleep flour, right that's the one, yeah. Right back down. Right. You've got to mix right. the highs and the lows so you're just right. Okay, so this sounds like you're using charm, social grace or persuasion. I've got a lot of that. So give me a charisma roll. Well. <laughs> wow. Just going to mark experience. It's almost like I ordered drugs like I would if I had to in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I would like some of your lovely, delicious drugs, please. <laughs> I'm not oh. a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a big subtle wink? 
<laughs> Slow nod. Hey, fellow kids. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Yes. So, back in the present, you slip the drugs in, you potter the volivant, you wait for it to kick in. I'm going to eat one of the other volivants while I'm waiting, but the one without the drugs. There's a long silence. <laughs> I'm going to stare awkwardly at her as she eats it. She's like, and then she eats it, it's fine. Nice volivant, Continues eh? Continues to be fine. Yeah. So, yeah. It's delicious. Good. So what's the garden game like these days? I mean, <laughs> yeah, seen anything good? Guarded any famous people? You know, being a secretary guard, isn't that exciting, honestly? It's okay, but I mostly see this room. I, pr I prefer to see the world. I don't get to guard interesting people hardly at all. <sighs> I, I know what you mean. Uh, what yeah. about you? I, do you get to serve volivants to anyone good? Well, <laughs> you know, those guys out there, I've served a lot of volivants too, but I mean... I know what you mean, you know, there's, I hear there's places out there that you could just explore, you could see the world, wouldn't that be wonderful? She like tucks her hair back behind her ear. Yeah, that, that sounds really great. Yeah, I think we're cut from the same cloth. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't hear that joke very often. <laughs> what, I was silky smooth. <laughs> She says, oh, that one's a new, that's a new one on me. <laughs> I'm glad you've gotten on. <laughs> She's like, I, for a moment there, I was kind of into you, but now I'm starting to lose my... God damn it. To put me off. <laughs> Do my best flirting. <laughs> Do you want another volivant? <laughs> she says, well, maybe I will. So... <laughs> how how are you going to work your way past this guard? I, I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, the drugs appear to not work. They just make it worse. <laughs> That's literally what the drugs do. As the verve once put it. <laughs> I should probably recognise your face again. Yeah. Maybe I should take their advance. Just, you know, jump over and be like, see you later, love. <laughs> see how it goes. She follows me, stab her in the ribs. <laughs> wow. Jesus. You're come all on. charm until you're brutal murder. You gotta think WWTD. What would Tristan do? <laughs> I'll sing a song at her. <laughs> and then she'll die. I wasn't thinking of that element. That's not what kills them and you know it. <laughs> That's not the part of what Tristan would do that Tristan wants to hear detail about. <laughs> But also replace anyone's name with Tristan, so I'm, like, really into it. <laughs> so, hi, I, I hear your name's Tristan. <laughs> what? That is the crappiest chat-up line. I know, but someone's listening in. <laughs> it's a bit weird, but that's what we do. No. You probably could... No, your drugs have failed. Damn it. So... But I bought two... You did buy two. Take the other one yourself, just shits and giggles. <laughs> so, are you going to try the second one? Yeah, but what I'm going to do is start chatting to her for a bit and, like, uh, you know, offer the drugs and, like, that we're sharing them. And so we can sit, <laughs> yeah. like, having hallucinations, but I don't really take mine. I save it for later. Okay, that's cool. Because there's, there's two different ones. One of them might work. Yeah, okay. So... You're offering her that, okay. I'm going to offer her some drugs because, like, you know, we're both in the same boat. Uh, you know, we've got a boring job, that kind of thing. Want to sit and do drugs for a bit? You're both kind of leaning on the counter. There are guards outside. It's not a busy day. She's kind of done her bit. And so she's, like, happily chatting away. You make this offer. 
Give me... I think this is charisma again. I think this is effectively parley. I mean, you say it's not a busy day, but it's kind of the (laughs) biggest event of the year. And she's like, well, you know what? Fuck it. But she's just done the important bit. She's done her bit, and now there's guards outside, and it's only because people are working inside they need to be here, really. It's not going well, lads. Oh, you're doing... You're getting better. I'm getting better. So, on parley... On a 79, she'll do what you want, but she wants solid assurance. That'll bring her more volivants later. Yeah, she wants... Uh, the good stuff with pork in it. On 79, they'll do what you ask, but need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. Look, if I give you these drugs and this volivant, I'm coming back later, and I'm going to bring you the nicest volivants you want. The ones that they keep for that rotund guy in red. That I should remember the name of, except for the fact that in my head he just looks like a pine cone. <laughs> little red pine cone. Little red, pine little red pine cone dude. That was not a word. Pine cone, d- pine cone <laughs> dude. That's really hard. Probably Mr. Hong. Would Mr. Hong. It. Which is literally Mr. Red. Ooh, he's a rouge trader. I've done that joke a lot, but <laughs> I think I'll need a stronger assurance than that. Um. And she goes in for the kiss. <gasps> no. Okay, I'm gonna have to snog her back. <laughs> Yeah, Nygma Snogs her. WWTD, Okay, but as long as you call me Tristan. <laughs> the wild technique works once more. Mm-hmm. Never fails. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. Yeah, proper sloppy one. <laughs> she doesn't enjoy it as much as she thought she would. <laughs> She's like, it turns oh. out was better at stabbing than kissing. Yeah, that, that wasn't what I thought. And then I'm going to like pick up a volivant and sexually put another volivant in the mouth. How many volivants <laughs> did I have? Five. More than five. More than five, yeah. Are volivants sexy? I don't really know. I mean, they are now. the problem is they're full of wind. <laughs> what? I don't even get that. that. That was a French pun. I'm getting our French. Now we've got the French people listening to the podcast <laughs> gotta keep them in so she like winks at you oh yeah and she takes the it was the nectar wasn't it she takes my nectar it was the nectar drops <laughs> she takes your nectar <laughs> anyway a minute later she is animatedly talking to literally nobody the other side of her awesome right sneaking out back and so enigma can sneak out back behind the door is a curtain of red silk. Now, Grandmother Chi has explained to you that these curtains would basically cling to you and prevent you from passing if you owed primary allegiance to another house. But because you're an outsider, you don't owe it to any house, so you can just waltz on through. Then that is what I shall do. Sneakily mind, just in case there's someone behind. Beyond the curtain, you get this strong chemical odour and you enter a humid room with a large basin to your right and a desk of alchemical potions and reagents ahead of you. Ooh, delicious. The far right corner of the room is curtained off with red silk curtains, much like the one you just passed through. A bell hangs above the desk, tied to a silk line that disappears through a hole in the ceiling. There are two robed people leaning over some glass containers at the desk, from which a colourful steam arises. When you enter, they both look up at you, one squinting through steamed-up glasses. Volivant? <laughs> I am limited with my moves right here. Well, these elderly gents are the Die Masters 
of the Red House. I'm a die master. Here's some. Enigma's going to have no saliva by the end of this night. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of snogging to do. I mean, I'm, I'm actually getting jealous. Usually I'm the one that gets all the orgy action, but now it's all safe for Enigma. No fair. Aren't the rest of you, like, coming in through the back way or something? That's what she said. Back of the wagon. We're just biding our time. We'll, we'll jump in when it feels right. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to say... These might be the last characters you meet here in this backstage area. If you were going to jump in, this might be a good opportunity. In fairness, we did get an entire episode to ourselves. I don't mind Enigma having to actually do stuff for a change. It's okay, it's okay. I'm like halfway through my second beer. I don't know how long I can keep this up. That's like replenishing the saliva. It really is. Um, Doing the job. Because you've got two old guys to kiss next, and you like... I'm planning on drinking a lot of that uh, alchemical shit as well. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of stuff here. So there are two people in there, and you knew who was supposed to be here, which is the Dai Master of the house, whose name is Hong Deng, and his apprentice, who's like a second-degree Dai Master, and will probably one day become the house Dai Master. As you walk in... They both turn and look at you. Hong Deng is squinting through these steamed up glasses and he looks at you and says, what are you doing here? Oh, I was sent in here just to check uh, on some of the <laughs> alchemical things you're making. I was told you needed some extra and then just hold out what's left of the nectar. <laughs> Give me that. And sniffs it. He's like, we didn't ask for dream nectar. Yeah, that's exactly what I was told to bring for you. Who told you this? Um... Why are you dressed as a waiter? Oh, I, I, it was What's the meatiest clothes I had, and they were very fancy out there. Very fancy out there. This is very confusing. So, who told you we needed dream nectar? It was um, the Hong guy. Ah, wonder why. Do you want to check with him? Why do we need this? And the other die master looks at it and goes, and just shrugs his shoulder, and shakes his head okay. and he goes yes we definitely don't need this now i thought we've got the silk in mm -hmm. and the quality seems fine but i don't understand why we're being brought drugs i honestly don't know i, I mean i'm just I'm, I'm just the messenger so what is your plan for him to do I was rather hoping he'd just let me through. It's that or I'm just going to throw some chemicals in his face and hope they're corrosive. Jesus. <laughs> what? Um, I will appear at the door. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, in similar garb to the guard that um, was previously there and um, burst in um, and say, Ah, we finally caught up with her. I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, sorry, sir. Um, she seems to have slipped oh. past uh, Sally out there. We thought that uh, that she had it covered, but apparently not. What are you doing here? I'll go up and grab hold of Enigma um, and try to Ow. try to palm the um, the gem into my hand. Uh -huh. <laughs> nice. Um, away from Enigma. Yep. So um, I think I think that will be a dex roll. On whose part? I think on enigmas we can take this because uh, I'm not rolling great today, but I know I've got high dexterity. Yeah, it it, sh it should be possible. Well, I mean, usually Gwyn doesn't miss, but when he misses, he misses bad. <laughs> Good enough. Yes. That's a success. So 
Percy has the gem. Yeah, I'll drop that into my hand yeah. and say, uh, so I will do a little bit of play acting with Enigma and say, I'm very sorry about ah. this, sir. Um, let me get her out of ah, your presence. Ah, I, I, I don't know look, we're, I was told we're that I was supposed to take this here. Unhand me! <laughs> Go on, get Unhand out of Unhand me! <laughs> Be gone. Um, and I will march Enigma to the door that she walked through. To the door she walked the, through? Yeah, like the, the little entrance yeah. that she okay, cool. came from whatever this curtain thing is yeah. between the um, the guards' room and the, the main room that they're in. Yeah. Um, and I'll just sort of shout back at him, get back out there and serve the volivants. What do you think <laughs> you're doing? <laughs> yeah, so what's Banbury up to? I think uh, Banbury's probably had enough of the party foods and is just going to wander over and try smoothing for a bit. So he's, right. uh, he's a charming old man at the moment. He's just going to make conversation. Yeah, okay, cool. What kind of people does he approach? You've got the people from the two villages and various other representatives of the houses around in the hall. It looks like some more of the kind of senior people are upstairs on this kind of mezzanine level. So there's lots of people you could be talking to, including the people you know from Hemogonghead. Pretty draw swords. Bambi spent like two weeks plus kind of chatting to them. Well, six weeks by now, so... Okay, so yeah. He'll just walk up to, to someone else and listen to the conversation for a bit, and then if any of them kind of uh, look to him, he'll just start rambling in an endearing old man type of way. <laughs> okay, cool. Some of the conversations that you hear a lot of them are very deliberately trivial what you notice i think in fact do you want to give me the certain realities let's see let's see what the dice think you notice it's banbury he's gonna roll well yeah uh i rolled a 13 so yeah what a surprise yeah that that is pretty good going so you have what happened here recently? What's about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What's useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? And what here is not what it appears to be. What should I be on the lookout for? You already... I already know everyone's packing. You already know that everybody's packing. But something... At, at some point, as you're looking around the room, you notice a kind of shimmer in the corner of the room that's sort of there and it's gone. And you see this little shimmer happen a couple of times. In different places, or like it's moving around? When you notice in that one place, it seems to be like it shimmered, and then it caught your attention, and then nothing happens for ages, and then it's slightly shimmered again. Okay. So it looks like possibly there are things concealed, maybe magically. Um, what is about to happen? What is about to happen? How is, how is this revealed? Hopefully um, not by it happening, because at that point, the discerned reality is more like, yeah, oh, look, ex everyone's been shot. <laughs> exactly. It's more, um, look at reality. Yeah. What you notice is that Jun Shao, the leader of the Crimson House... Is that different to Red? Sorry, Ben. Is Crimson the same thing? Yes. Red and Crimson are different. Crimson is one of the new generation houses. Um, okay. The three gener new generation houses are Crimson... Cyan and yellow. So, like, yellow needs to tie itself up a bit there, but yeah, carry on. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, in the old ones, you have emerald. Are we not just red? Yeah, you've okay. been travelling with red, which is one of the old houses. Fine. Sorry, uh, I interrupt. So, the leader of the Crimsons is about to... 
having been conversing for a while, you notice him. He's a halfling, big smile, kind of cheerful looking fellow. And you see him suddenly, he looks around and he gets quite a serious look on his face. And then you see him walking past the leader of the Scion House, who gives a little nod. And then walking past... Leader of the Yellow House, by some small chance? The Yellow House is also the next person. In fact, what happens is... uh, Chinzo Lu, the head of the Cyan House, then goes on and says something to the head of the Yellow House. Okay. So it looks like something might be about to happen there. And as they do that, you notice the door that Enigma went through. Yep. From the guard spot nearby, you notice Percy go through that door. Okay. Dressed as one of the house guards. So we're going to assume from the way it's kind of played out that we always agreed that the two of them would go and deal with the scenario... Uh, yes. Tristan would be distractions, and I would try not to to be Banbury. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so that was question two. Uh, so I get one yeah. final question: What here is valuable to me? <clears throat> what here is valuable to you? I can tell you, it is not Tristan T. Y. <laughs> it is. It's always me. Nor is his friendship. What? <laughs> wow. Harsh. I'm in truth bombs tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's all kicking in. So what here is... I'm, there's a lot of very rich stuff in this room. Barry doesn't care about rich things. Like, he cares... No, that means, like, cream and cheese and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just oh, loads of butter. This is where we discover Bambury's lactose intolerant. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think what you notice is most of the house... Leaders and the senior house figures are wearing true silk. So there is a lot of kind of magically imbued silk in this room. As a student of the arcane, finding more about the workings of that is probably interesting to you. Would it be valuable to me in this scenario, though? Like, the thing I care about, other than us and getting this thing back, I care about Grandmother Chi. So where's she in all of this? Grandmother Chi is chatting with some of the other senior... She's on the mezzanine chatting with some of the senior members of the Red House at the moment. Okay, so she's up on the mezzanine and the younger house leaders are down on the floor with me. Yes, they are. Okay. How many people are up on the mezzanine? Does it look like there's lots of guards there that might... There are there are a few guards there, yes. You can okay. see a few guards sat at the back of the room. Um, so yeah, that that's sort of what's going on. But it looks like something is in the offing. So, Percy has the gem. Uh, I'm I'm very sorry, sire. Uh, I I hope that we haven't been disturbed. Um, we have been we've been a little bit cautious around some of the staff. I, I'm sure she was just doing her job and maybe sort of strayed a little too far. Maybe she wanted to have a look at the silk or something like that. Uh, I am just going to need to do a quick sweep of the room um, and back there to ensure that nothing untoward has happened. I, I hope that's okay, but Very you. good, very good, as you need. Very well. Uh, so I will have a walk around the room and I'm yep. assuming that the entrance to the chamber that we want to go to is going to be fairly clear from the description that we had before. Yeah, that entrance is behind the curtains but the door appears to be locked. Okay, I will look closely at it. Okay, give me a discern realities. 
at that point, I'm going to burst in and say, Ah, oh, there he is. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we thought he was outside. <laughs> you come with me. Roll plus whiz. Nice. So you get three questions. What happened here recently? What's about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control? Or what here is not what it appears to be? Mm, what here is not what it appears to be. Good choice. Right. The door is locked. The curtains are as they appear. How do you see this? The assistant die master is really suspiciously watching you as you go round. And at some point, you kind of approach him, and he's really like the die master Hong Deng is busy back at his table, but the assistant when you get close, actually keeps moving away. There, there's something going on there. Okay. What happened here recently? The silk has been brought in, so the like fresh reams of silk are up in the corner of the room, and they have been evaluating them. What else has happened here recently? That's sort of what's happened. It's, it's really, they're just doing their job at the moment. Okay, that's fine. Fairly mundane. Okay. And what is about to happen? The assistant die master, Fen Shaoye, pulls a knife and goes to stab on Deng. mammals we hope you've enjoyed this podcast the editors not the birmingham based rock group have put a lot of effort into making it sound uh, at least tolerable if you wouldn't mind it would be great if you could leave a review that way i get fed and i don't have to eat old socks thank you and i represent the stranger which in their culture is kind of like a a wandering Stranger, wandering, yeah. yeah, basically, yeah, wandering yeah. Stranger, the stranger they call him. Yeah, strangey, strange, strange, <laughs> <laughs> the strangest of strangers. Yeah, I mean, there was original as me and the white woman. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, they have many um, names for the stranger, like who let him in, and you know that guy. <laughs> and quick, I, quick, stop him! <laughs> I thought he was with you. Let's begin at the end with like Tristan holding the gem and like zip. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Record scratch. You're wondering yep, why this me. room's on fire. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> well, let me tell you a tale. Hmm. I stopped halfway through that sentence when I was writing my prep. <laughs> the hubbub of <laughs> conversation and the sound. Hubbub of that's it. <laughs> the hubbub of the conversation. That's when you sound. cut in. That's when you cut in the sound of hubbub. Oh yeah, let's put some hubbub in this. Rhubarb, 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 hubbub, hubbub, hubbub. Yeah, okay, don't do that. You'll you'll remember that last session we recorded a really long session and Ali basically wasn't involved. Now so I don't now this is the, yeah, this is yeah. the karma 
we now sit here while we're twiddling our thumbs in the party, and what? Enigma, who is best suited for a heist, does all of the action while we just go, yeah, but I like some lizards <laughs> fighting over some meat. I meant, I meant more that awkwardly flirting is kind of me and Ben's thing. We've established that over three years, and now he's just <laughs> turned his back on me, and he's all over Enigma. What's that? Yeah. What's all my work I've put in for? Dear listeners, apologies that Stuart did this. I told him not to, but he insisted.